Chapter 6. Run it back. Doing what needs to be done may not make you happy, but it will make you great. Jordan Bernard Shaw. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men. Colossians 3.23 Pastor Jason became more heavily involved in my life over the next few years. We'd go back and forth, positing different theological ideals and debating their ramifications in our respective realities. He was, and still is, an instrumental guide in my journey, though I tended to see him as a more intellectual guide than a spiritual one. Nonetheless, I learned a lot about his views on God, and though we still disagree about a few things, namely the role of psychedelics in spiritual formation, there is still a healthy level of mutual respect. After getting pulled out of school that year, I was on my own financially, so going back to Minnesota was out of the question. I just still didn't see any value in education, and so I wasn't going to go back and take loans, which furthered myself along a path I didn't even want to be on. I decided instead to take classes at the local community college, paying my way through with a part-time retail job, mostly to appease the folks, but also to maintain some routine that didn't involve smoking weed every day. I figured it had cost me enough at this point, and it'd be cool to just relax for a bit and prove to everyone that I can be average. I didn't take school seriously. It was nearly impossible to. The classes were easier than the ones I'd taken two years prior in high school, so grades couldn't be the incentive. Because A's were entirely too easy to come by. This time around, instead of finding a bunch of activities to do, I decided to fully invest in one. My first class at the college was a communications course taught by a high-energy instructor by the name of David Nays. After seeing me give a quick speech for a class assignment, he suggested that I join forensics. So I thought about it, and then I did. This is forensics as in speech club, not crime scene investigations. Anyway, that decision began what has been an awesome journey for me to date. One in which I would grow with confidence and begin to find my own voice amongst the recycled takes that proliferate on Twitter. I got to compete at nationals a few times and was able to hear a wide range of unfiltered perspectives in the form of poetry, speeches, and stories that would forever change how I thought about the world. I also began to rediscover my joy for reading around this time, devouring classics such as C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity. It was a period of personal development, a time of figuring, and of becoming. I was building out a new foundation, though I endured much of this walk alone, because Suze was still away at Minnesota, and I was not. Though honestly, I was oddly okay with this. In retrospect, that was probably a red flag. <laughs> Reading. Writing. Working. That was my life for ten months. And it wasn't terrible. No boat rocking at home. Stable relationships beginning to take root. Life inching towards stability. Maybe this is it. Follow the rules and reap the rewards of convenience. Not exciting by any means, but acceptable. 
So, I'm grateful I didn't return to Minnesota that year. I clearly had some growing up to do. And the time home gave me a clearer vision for what I wanted to accomplish in this life. It represented the first time I'd ever done some work on my life for reasons that weren't simply to maintain appearances. I wasn't trying to further an agenda or become more likable. I was just finding my footing. Finding myself, really. Books became portals to other perspectives, and I was beginning to operate with the awareness of a bigger plan for my life than what was immediately apparent. I also realized that I was here to find and accomplish that plan no matter how difficult. Growth. That was it. Though paired with a lot of discomfort. All good. I have the creator of the universe in my corner now. Maybe God ain't so bad. Back to school. Fall of 2016. I showed up on the campus of ONU, and my former state university experience was about to be quickly replaced by the less appealing trappings of a small, religious, liberal arts college in the middle of nowhere. Co-ed dorms and frat parties? <laughs> Tried twice-weekly chapel services, and an abundance of forced smiles. It wasn't meant to be fun, not for me at least, but it was a change I was ready for. Newly engaged and equally convinced that I needed to complete college and get a degree to be of any value in this world, I went. Somehow, still managed to find the buddies who thumbed their nose at our neat bubble, and despite the strict rules and overbearing public safety patrollers, I still managed to find trouble. Cigarettes, coffee, weed, and my energetic roommate got me through that first year. Still missed track meets and regularly skipped class. Still smoked as much as I possibly could given the confines, and still got Dean's List. Old habits were creeping back into focus, but it worked. Or maybe God was working in spite of my ignorance. I even got to intern with the Chicago Bears, who ran summer training on our campus. And I met some great people. But be warned, the work wasn't super fun. I think I prefer being a fan. <laughs>